The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood is right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime, where sexual assault is so common, you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, anorexia nervosa, bulimia and or obesity, dependent upon your job and or role, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have any of these side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist because no one in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood Shut up and take it. Hi, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. You know when you do that, inter- over, your your accent actually makes it palatable. Probably. I don't know if we're going in the right direction with this. I don't know. It's, maybe it, not. It's, maybe. It's the, uh, okay. I, I did the Orbit's gum ad, so I used the same thing. Orbit's gum for a nice, yes. clean feeling. Yeah, so that was way back when, when I, Hi, when I used to do stuff. welcome and go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's that voice. It, it it's is. That I want to remind everyone, every time we use bad language, um, we donate a dollar and Voice America donates money, and it goes to free MMA, which is a free martial arts uh, gym. We give it to the Boys and Girls Club of America, and we also give it to the Humane Society of America. So we're supporting children and animals every time Paul swears. I will not be swearing because <laughs> my grandma, my grandma's in from Tasmania, so I'm going to behave myself better than I usually do. Plus, mm. our guest is 17 today. Oh, there's that. Okay. Yes, yeah. Paul. Mm-hmm. We have a minor on the show. How the heck should I know? <laughs> Who hires a 17-year-old? Cobra Kai was pretty freaking awesome. His show was excellent. All right. Uh, If my parole officer is listening, I did not know he was 17. (laughs) I do need to give a disclaimer. Paul does not actually have a parole officer, just to be clear. Everyone takes everything too seriously now. (laughs) So I just want to be clear. Yeah, I'm just not allowed in Alabama. Just not allowed in Alabama. Exactly. But who wants to go to Alabama anyway? For my listeners in Alabama, I'm kidding. I actually like Alabama. I'm not. Okay. So there we go. So they've got the whole thing where uh, everyone's going back and forth. Did Justin Bieber get married? Did Justin Bieber not get married? So apparently Justin Bieber married um, Stephen Baldwin's kid. Mm-hmm. The most fun of the Baldwins, I would have to say. Okay. You like Stephen the best? I just remember that role where he played the token white guy in the all-black Western posse, and that was my favorite, and plus he did it. And I also got my SAG card working around him, so he was kind of fun. Okay, he was fun. See, I liked the one in uh, Firefly, uh, Daniel. That's the non-Baldwin Baldwin. He is, not, the... he is not a Baldwin in this grand scheme of things. 
things. I know. Now, Firefly, that's Adam Baldwin. Daniel yes. Baldwin, the guy Daniel Baldwin's those... a non-Baldwin. Yeah, it's it's the, I'm mixing them up. Yeah, Adam but Alec... Baldwin's a non-Baldwin. Alec is the pain in the ass, although he is talented. He's incredibly talented. Stephen Baldwin was hot. He was in uh, Backdraft. But he actually got into an argument with uh, Sharon that Stone was, on the set of Slither. Yeah. Here we go. That was Stephen. That was William Baldwin who was in Backdraft. That was William Baldwin. Billy Baldwin. That's who I'm mixing him up with. Billy Baldwin was the one I liked. Fair I can't enough. tell the difference between the Baldwins, Paul. I know. Stephen. I, the Hemsworth, I pay attention. He at least dyed his hair blonde, okay? Thank you, Stephen, for doing that, for one. <laughs> so we can tell you apart from the other three. Three. Uh, Danny's, the t- uh, Danny's the tubby one. Uh, yeah, William's the one who was in the, those, uh, like, Slither and Sharon Stone, with Sharon Stone and stuff with Cindy Crawford. But Stephen, usual so he suspect. Was, yeah, he was in Backdraft with Cindy Crawford. Uh, backdraft with Kurt no, Russell. No, no, Kurt, Kurt Russell. It was fair game. Was it Thank fair you. game? It was yes, a fair was game. Fair. I'm, I'm not getting my uh, William Baldwin movies right. You can tell how much attention I've paid over the years. Again, I want to state, I, I, I can't tell the difference between the Baldwins, but I know my Hemsworths. <laughs> that one I do know. Um, yeah, at the top I, of my head, I can't. I just can't name the Helmsworth that was in the uh, 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 Westworld. That's the only one that I can't get. Because there's three uh, of them, right? There are. There's Liam, Chris, and Come got on. nothing. Got Come nothing. On. Got Come nothing. on. Got I, I, said, I, I can pick said, them out of I, a lineup, but I can't. Got <laughs> but that's it. That's really? Really? You can't get it? Uh-uh. No, the, the floor is yours. Let's do this. Guys, if you can tell me who the third ah, Hemsworth brother is, okay. I will give you a ride at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California, a free float at uh, True Rest Sedona or Las Vegas. You get to choose your giveaway. Just let us know. Or I can give you some lip gear from LA's Lip Squad. And so just let- in case there is like another Hemsworth hanging around out there, we're talking about the one who was in Westworld. So, yes, right. specifically. Okay. Um, the, the, what, I don't know. I don't like, but I don't like, um, what's his face without the, uh, beard. The, I, I don't know. I just, I don't like, uh, Chris Hemsworth as well without the beard. Uh, you know, I mean, it's not really where I'd go, but you know, all right, fair enough. <laughs> I've enjoyed a lot of his off parts parts uh liam i really haven't seen much except the, you know the supporting role in the hunger games and that expendables 2 thing where he literally sw- played like corporal dead meat you know so. and, and 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 sleeping with miley cyrus that's okay. the role he's best known for that one i still haven't i don't know if there's a tape out there and it that i'm not looking for. if there if there is a tape i don't want to see it uh, yeah i'm good i'm good i'm good yeah i don't think anyone wants to see that all right, so we went really off the rails. So what are we? We really did. We did. Yeah. We, we we need to refocus, get back on because we are now on uh, Naked Hemsworth. So I'm not sure how this happened. Really, I am talking to you, but still. <laughs> well, I don't mind that. Um, now the big there's a big controversy because Northwest uh, doesn't want to leave home without makeup on. Who? Kim Kardashian's child is named North. The father is Kanye West, so her name is Northwest. She is five. But, yeah. But at that age, I've known some kids who didn't want to leave the house without either their fireman hat on or a tutu, you know? Okay. 
not they're wanting to leave the house without five. makeup is a serious problem her, for a child. I would assume so, but look how much her mother's put. It's a girl, right? Yeah. Okay, look how much your mother puts on her face. I mean, on her face, not the child's face. No, you can look at how much the mother puts on the child's face. It's actually really revolting. Okay, oh. Alexis, stop that. Okay. Anyway, it's, I've got my assistant in the background. She's on the phone, and um, I just hear whoosh, 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 whoosh. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what, what happened? Did I break the show again? Um, for our new listeners, okay, Alex, off the, Alex, Alex, get off the phone. Just get ready to throw things at her like you normally are. Okay. <laughs> Get, re- get ready to sh- get ready to save the show. Get ready to shave the show. I am doing awesome today. <laughs> um, actually, I ended up with a really bad case of food poisoning yesterday. It was really terrible. Okay, Northwest. They really Northwest. Leave? Okay, so North, named after a bad Rob Reiner movie. I don't know. Uh, the other uh, one's Saint. Then- they have North and Saint. Yeah. Uh, what's you know? I mean, uh, come on. That is, that's just, now, they're going to have to keep these kids in, like, private schools with bodyguards for, like, their entire existence, you know. I'm, I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying this. I think I'm just, I'm so sick of the nouveau riche bull. I, I wish people, if you're going to emulate people, stop with the Cardassians, go for the Royals. <laughs> I mean, go for some people with some class. I'm so sick of the nouveau riche nonsense. And yes, I know I'm going to get hate mail on Twitter for this, but I cannot stand what is being taught to young people today. I find so few women that want to get behind the camera and so few young people that want to get behind the camera. Everyone wants to be a bloody reality star or they want to be YouTube and Instagram famous. And if they're YouTube and Instagram famous, you end up with a whole bunch of stalkers and you don't have the money to protect yourself. So you know what? It's a cluster. Yeah, welcome to America. <laughs> welcome to America. Really, Paul, your response is welcome to America. I've been here yeah, a while, I know. I know, I know. It's it's bad. Nobody ever lost a dollar underestimating the taste of the American public. But, you know, <laughs> hey. no, underestimating, please. Okay, if, if Jim Belushi could make a, make a name in Hollywood, there is no, you know, bottom of the barrel. At least I thought there wasn't until I saw Honey Boo Boo. Once yeah. I saw Here Comes Honey Boo Boo and 16 and mm-hmm. Pregnant, I lost all hope for life. And then let's all re- let's be reminded that the debut of Honey Boo Boo's show happened the same night that Obama accepted his uh, the nomination for a second term at the Democratic National Convention and the Honey Boo Boo show so we have the that. first. So and it was we have on three networks. We have the first black president of the United States. Second term. We have second term, second term, second term. still, but it's still second. very few presidents get that second term. Voted in twice, but it's still mm-hmm. historical. Yeah, and right across from it, we have here comes Honey Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. And uh, Obama was on th- at least three or four different networks, at least. And Honey Boo Boo would have beat him. And did beat him. There was an excellent, there was an excellent um, parody on South Park that talked about "Here Comes Honey Boo Boo." Um, if you guys get a chance to watch it, go watch it. South Park was talking about lowering the bar and how maybe they lowered the bar and we've all lowered the bar now to get it up again. We're going to have to do it collectively because mm-hmm. the national intelligence level has dropped, and we're into watching people. What was it? They were sketty wrestling. 
And I think that at that point, the bar was located somewhere near the bottom of the Mariners Trench, the Correct, deepest was place on Earth. James Cameron went down to get it because, you know, he's the one person actually been down there, from what I understand. Yeah. Or at least the first. Yep. Because, wow, that's just cool. All right. James Cameron is badass in every possible way, though. Like, people like to make fun of James Cameron, and I always ask them why. Well, he's the director. Well, he's rich. Well, he's this. Well, he's that. Let's go through what he does as a humanitarian, what he's done as an explorer, what he's done in film. Just yeah, I, lay, off, lay off James Cameron. I mean, I love his movies, and plus, I wasn't the kid who wanted to go to space. I was a kid watching Jacques Cousteau documentaries, so that area just oh, yeah. makes, makes it fascinating to me. I would love to see the bottom of the Marianas. They've got this uh, blip that's going across the world right now. Guys, I know this is a Hollywood show, but we've now gone into the Marianas Trench, so bear with us. We've only yeah, got one we're minute. still looking for the bar. Mm. Yeah, still looking for the bar, guys. Still looking for yeah. the bar. We it's related. It's related. <laughs> we're trying to pull it up. There's this blip they're saying is from a very, very large sea creature, and they're not sure what. So they think there may be some kind of whale we haven't discovered yet. It's really large. So if you guys go check it out, there's actually a call of a blip they found. Mm. It's really interesting. Go check it out. Um, and technically, we can relate that back to film because they talked about it on the Discovery Channel. Mm. Someone else who has really lowered the bar. Yeah, isn't that where the Honey Boo Boo show was? Or was uh, that the, no. No, no, no. That was TLC. TLC. The, which was, I believe, a channel founded by NASA. Yeah. TLC stands for The Learning Channel. Yep, TLC is the learning channel. Um, it, people now think it stands for Tender Loving Care. Um, or it was founded by the band TLC. I'm not going to get into what people have said to me because I'm just going to insult them. Yeah. Guys, when we come back, we are going to be on with Dr. Russ. I know you guys have missed him. We've missed him too. Uh, we had a, I was going to say we had a great time doing our series on sexual assault and um, sexism in Hollywood, but we really didn't. It kind of sucked. A lot. It was really a terrible thing to go into. Um, and it started with, of course, those dating apps where the predators are chasing down young girls. Well, right now we're doing a thing where we've got, uh, they're calling phone sex operators and these young girls, underage girls, are taking jobs as phone sex operators. So I told them I was 16 and went and got a job as a phone sex operator. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to go through with this, so I may have to hand the phone to Alexis because I cannot talk that dirty. So we'll let you know how that goes, but I'm posing as a 16-year-old girl, fresh out from Australia, moved out to LA. So I'm looking forward to seeing... Um, we get a lot of perverts. I shouldn't say looking forward to. Oh, can we actually put those up up for people to listen to? Because I think we can, because everybody's oh, we, involved. Oh, no, 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 it's a two-party consent state. Yeah, no. damn. No. I can Don't put ask my me how I know that. You know what? I can... <laughs> I ask his parole. I can record my end of it. That I could That's do. I could very record true. my end of it. You can at mask least. it. You can yep. mask it. All right. I can. We'll do that. So we will keep or track we of can some do of these a dramatic reading. We'll do dramatic readings of it. I'll play the part of the pervert. I know it'll be a strip. <laughs> Great. We'll do a dramatic reading. Paul's the pervert. When we come back, <laughs> we are going to be on with Dr. Thank Raj. Yes. We'll keep you guys updated while we figure out the uh, how how these girls are getting lured out. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. When we come back, we will be on with the amazing Dr. Russ. I know you guys have missed him. We have too. We'll be right back. Streaming live. 
the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the Millicent Moderate, Paul Michael Boland. And we are back with your favorite doctor and mine. I know you guys really, really missed him while we were talking about, um, you know, all the horrible things going on in the entertainment industry. I want to welcome back to the show our friend, Dr. Russ. Dr. Russ, welcome. Thanks, Summer. Well, in my absence, we've uh, purchased a new... uh, Telephone system, high def, with all the bells and whistles. Uh, so I hope we're coming over loud and clear. You are coming mm-hmm. in absolutely beautifully. Well, everyone has missed uh, you, and we have a backlog waiting list of questions for you, and a few abusive emails to me in between. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to jump straight into the questions, and then we're going to ask a couple of other things and what's going on with you. But our very first question is from Fishy in Phoenix, Arizona. After gaining weight, I have a bad smell under my rolls and down there. I wash inside and out, but I still smell. From Fishy in Phoenix, Arizona. Fishy, you, you could have uh, inner trigo, which is a, uh, uh, which frequent bathing is often ineffective uh, for that condition. Um uh, it's a condition characterized by a redness, 
with little satellite lesions around the borders. Uh, it's actually a type of a fungal infection. Uh, it attaches to wet, macerated skin and uh, uh, overly moist skin, sweaty areas. Uh, it's easy to treat with uh, over-the-counter uh, antifungal cream. Uh, and uh, you could uh, um, even get an oral agent, which is stronger, like Diflucan, uh, that will clear it up Im immediately. Uh, I, I want to say that the, this condition is often associated with type 2 diabetes, so get checked by your doctor for this. And uh, I, I also would recommend wearing cotton clothing uh, that allows your skin to breathe. I like that. That's really good advice. Our next question is from Pain and Plentiful in Acorn, in Acorn, in Acorn, Ohio. Acorn? Akron. My apologies to everyone in Akron, Ohio. Oh, hush, Paul. Acorn. Not Acorn, it's Akron, Ohio. Sorry, guys. Okay, she's from Australia. You're so nutty. I'm so nutty. Like summer, I have lupus, so I can't go outside and exercise. I heard all the time, how do I lose weight? That is pain and plentiful in Akron, Ohio. See, I got it right that time. Well, I'm sure this is a meaningful question to you, Summer. Uh, I, I would say to her, uh, pain and plentiful, that uh, given your pain, I, I would surmise that you're doing uh, some comfort eating. So you have to be careful what you eat, avoid the starchy food. Uh, you can find simple exercises to do in my book, uh, among other places, that uh, can be done either outdoors or indoors uh, using uh, stretch bands and uh, chairs. And uh, so it's, it's not like you need a whole world's gym to uh, exercise in. So check that out. Um, um, as far as the pain, the chronic pain, uh, you know, Summer knows all about that. Uh, it can be treated with medications to alleviate the uh, severity of the lupus or the symptoms related to uh, the disease of lupus. Uh, judicious use of pain meds might enable you to uh, exercise more freely. Um, and, and to lose weight, uh, you might consider the Palm Springs diet. That's what I promote. Yeah. It's uh, an appetite suppressant. Uh, so uh, I hope that those are a couple useful ideas for you. So one thing I do want to say, if you check out the Palm Springs diet, you can find it on amazon.com, walmart.com. Just type in the Palm Springs diet. There is the sublingual spray. But the thing that got me moving and um, stopped the swelling because um, the thing, the worst part of it is you feel like someone took a blanket of lightning and laid it over your body. You get sharp pains down your nerves. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty horrible when you have a flare-up. Um, once I started following Dr. Russ's Palm Springs diet, I have not gone to the hospital. I haven't been hospitalized um, since Dr. Russ started treating me. I haven't been sick like that. So if you give that a go, more than weight loss, it helps with pain, it helps with the joint swelling. It really took care of 
everything. I stopped getting sick the way I was. So check out a copy of the book. It really, really is an amazing thing. Um, well, what do they say? Eke homo. Here's the, uh, here's the person to talk, mm-hmm. <laughs> to testify. Yeah. So, Yeah. It works. And I, I've told Dr. Russ I have not been hospitalized since he started treating me. Um, our next question is screaming for ice cream in Sacramento, California. I go to bed early, but I'm always too exhausted to work out. I need caffeine and sugar to stay awake. What should I do? Well, sometimes screaming for ice cream. We, that's from screaming for ice cream. Uh, screaming. Sometimes we feel tired because we are tired. Um, you, however, sound like uh, you, you may be experiencing excessive fatigue. And uh, therefore, you should probably be... Uh, uh, visit your doctor for thorough uh, evaluation, uh, including lab work, uh, EKG, physical exam. You didn't say if you were overweight um, or obese, but uh, if you are, uh, uh, you uh, you should look. Uh, for diabetes, polycystic ovarian disease, thyroid problems, uh, or even depression as causes uh, for your current condition. That's awesome. Dr. Russ, I know we uh, aren't getting as much time as I'd like to with you. We have uh, the kid from the new Karate Kid series, the Cobra Kai series coming on in just a second. Mm. But I know everyone has missed you and I've missed you and I'm really glad you're back on the show. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. I do have to ask you, which was your favorite question this week? Well, I like the second one. Uh, You know, it shows kind of the the, uh, complexity of uh, being overweight. uh, And uh, although she didn't say she was overweight, it makes me think she is because uh, Mm -hmm. uh, she's saying that uh, she's taking a lot of sugar in and and the, the solutions are not always uh, quick and easy. Uh, there are many reasons why people become overweight, and there's many different solutions. So we we don't want to we don't want uh, to oversimplify the situation and say, well, just do this, do that, and you're going to be better. It's uh, you're a complicated individual organism, and uh, you know there could be a variety of things. Uh, going on so um, number two okay well i guess that was the third question but uh, yep that would be the third question um so courtesy of dr russ we'll be sending you a copy of the palm springs diet use it in good health it works really really well for everyone else you can find your copy of the palm springs diet at kennethrussmd.com at amazon.com walmart.com anywhere you look on the bloody internet.com that book is everywhere um, and I know we've got the new Palm Springs diet. I want to put up some links to that. Next week, Dr. Russ, can we focus just on the uh, new Palm Springs diet? And I'll take, like, one question and we'll go through the new Palm Springs diet. Because I had a lot of questions Excellent. from people on that. Yeah, I think okay. uh, now we've got some of the uh, kinks worked out of the, uh, yes. <laughs> the procurement uh, of the product. So, thanks, so I'm not going to get abusive in <laughs> <laughs> no problem. And to you um, as well. Thank you for 
all of your insights and uh, your genius. Uh, I wasn't. Well, I had uh, a lot of people smarter than me because <laughs> that was incredible. We'll tell you the story next week. Dr. Russ, thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, if you want to know what happened, tune in next week. When we come back, we are going to be on with the star of Cobra Kai, the new Karate Kid series. He's an amazing young actor. I'll tell you more about him when we come back. I do want to give a quick shout-out to my product partners, Adrian Alcantar Hair Studios. Thank you for always getting me red carpet ready. Aspen Mills Bread Company, tons of donations, wonderful people, always happy to help charity. Scott Haskin, thank you for the beautiful music at the beginning of the show. Flat Black Art Supplies, Paint and Artists, they gave it to Free MMA, one of the uh, um, non-profits that we sponsor. Aloft, Seattle SeaTac or SeaTac Airport Hotel, Beneath the Street Underground Tour Seattle, Queen Kapalani Hotel in Hawaii, Off-Road Rentals and Griggs Vacuums. Griggs Vacuums, you end up on this every week because you are Alexis's grandfather. We'll be right back, guys. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. I do want to remind everyone that uh, every time we use bad language, we give money to charity. We give it to freemma.com. 
oh, free MMA. It, there is a .com for it too, but free MMA. We give it to the Humane Society and the Boys and Girls Club. But Paul and I are going to need to clean it up because I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. our next guest we're is not, a minor. No. Yeah, no, we have I to behave priors. ourselves. Okay. But I am really, really excited to have him on. And I tried for 20 minutes and I cannot pronounce his first name. And I, I, I'm from Australia. I have trouble with a lot of things. But I got Murray Duenia is his last name. And I'm going to invite him on and say, how in God's name do you pronounce your first name? I keep screwing this up. It's, it's a little difficult because of the X, but it's pronounced Sholo Duenia. Sholo. Sholo Duenia. Okay. Yeah, I got the like, Murray Duenia As part. in like Han Solo? Kind of. It's pronounced okay. S-H, though. So a little bit different. Okay. S-H. So Sholo. That is a really yeah. cool name. Now, you have a, an you amazing so background. Uh, you're in the new uh, Cobra Kai series. You have a huge fan base. I mean, these girls are nuts. I got some girls following up on Facebook, trying to get your phone number. It's been weird. Uh, like, <laughs> girls coming on Twitter, Facebook, like, do you have his contact? Can I have it? Yeah, no. I'm not going anywhere near Twitter for the first. Yeah, no. <laughs> you really have a you have a pretty deep fan base there. Um, now you were born in Los Angeles. You were three days old when you kind of got behind the scenes. You started mm -hmm. acting professionally in 2011. You've had a lot of roles. You in commercials. You were on Parenthood. Um, you have a really unique look is one of the big things that people talk about and something that these girls constantly talk about. You're Mexican, Cuban, and Ecuadorian. Yes. That's a really interesting combination. Um, and it is. It's your name good food all the way around. Yeah, it's a really good food. Mm. I like that. A lot of and food I can't eat, but yeah, I'm yeah. assuming. The, uh, and your name means hey, dog yes. star. I yeah. like that. It's uh, Nahuatl. It's Aztec, actually, so from Mexico. And it means North Star and also the dog star. So it, it's my mom named me after the brightest star in the universe. It, it's oh, really that's enough. fantastic. And it, Not it, after a very obscure hey. Keanu Reeves uh, musical. Hey, act. I like I like Dog Star the band. I like Keanu Reeves. Fine. Don't mess with that. Don't. Time out. <laughs> right, 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 um, right. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm -mm. Um, that's really cool, though. I think she named you really, really well. So you do Shotokan karate. You dance. You sing. You act. Um, now you're still living with your parents and your sister. Is it Oshun? Yes, Oshun. Oshun. I'm not getting any of these right. I'm sorry. Okay, just leave it up to him. I give it up. Like, what's I just what's your name? Okay, there we go. <laughs> In Los Angeles, yeah, um, for the girls that are currently texting me on Twitter. But they're, they're really, really great names. They're unique, and I think that that's kind of the caveat, is that, you know, although not a lot of people can pronounce them, it's just because they've never heard of them and because they're special. Mm. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think you guys have really cool names. Now, I'm going to jump straight into this because I'm getting Twitter bombed at this point. Um, and by I've got, like, 40-year-old men that are huge fans of the show. I've got, you know, 19-year-old girls. Yeah. You've got a really, You're kind of talking you a to really one right fan now. Base. So. Yeah, wow. Paul was a huge I fan really of the show. I really liked the show. That was fun. I, I, I have to admit, I binge-watched it. It was fantastic. Um, how did you Thank like you so doing this? How did you like getting onto this? It was... A little bit of pressure at first, for sure, just because it had been 30-something years since the Karate Kid series had been brought back with the original cast. So being that it, it had taken so long, there was a little bit of pressure to get it right at first. 
But I think once the project came out and people were able to see all of the work that Ralph Macchio and Billy Zapka and our directors have put into the project, it really was rewarding seeing people say like, oh, wow, this is so much better than I expected. Or there were so many things that I never knew that I wanted out of this Karate Kid series that we got out of it. So that, that was the most rewarding part. Now, I, I love these guys. I've, I've worked with a couple of them. But I have to say, and I mean no offense, so like Ralph and Billy, like I mean no offense when I say this, but you really are the breakout star from this. Thank you, you so much. Really, well, it's, you're really what's come forward. Everyone adores you. And you had the most extreme character arc, um, except for the guy Hawk. The guy with the mohawk. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That was that uh, yeah, Jacob, yeah. Jacob, he's a, he's a funny guy. I mean, we actually, funny enough, we are, we just got finished with training maybe 15 minutes ago. So we're getting ready for season two and, and I, and I just talked to him today. Now, are you enjoying it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, not only to be working with such talented actors, actresses, and, and directors, but also to be part of something so much larger than just, you know, a YouTube series on the Internet. I think it's something that hopefully 10, 15, 20 years later will stand the test of time and people will be able to use it as a point of reference to say this is what we want when people make, you know, when people remake series or, or, or bring uh, a show or a movie back. And, and that's really, really what I want to get out of the show. Yeah, we that's see two what, sides of a coin. Yeah. We see you guys doing it the right way. A certain remake with the certain Will Smith that was produced, not so much. But you know, Yeah, there are some really bad remakes out there. But what you guys did, you didn't do it as a remake, you did it as an extension. And this is, it's exactly. really well done. It's really well done. Thank you. It, it really is, you know, it's, it's you know, less than 1% of it is, is, is my part. It really is the directors that have spent so much time working on this project and putting their heart and soul into this. So it really is the writers and the directors and, and Ralph and Billy's project. They really do bring life to the project, and we're just here for a long ride. And I get that. And they're, they're really awesome, guys. I do have to ask you, What's for you? What has been the best part of the experience? Because I've got girls. If you'll excuse me, I half I'm half stuttering right now because I'm on Twitter trying to ans- ask you one or two questions, and it's this is just ridiculous. <laughs> so clearly, people like this, and it transcends age groups. You have the huge fans from way back when, like Paul and some of these guys that love it, and then people that are new to it. You've brought in that absolutely love I, it. I hate that way back part, but yeah, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't too long ago, and I, and I would say my favorite part about filming Cobra Kai and being able to work on this project is being able to meet so many new faces. I think this show really does have a lot of people that are brought into the show that might not necessarily have been, you know, heard of prior to the show, and I think it's a great opportunity not only to show diversity just because we have so many different uh, women and people of color on the show that really are talented, talented actors and actresses. But it really does, it it mixes both, you know, comedy and drama and action and all of these different genres and not in a corny way. So I think it it really has done a, the directors have done a great job of being able to bring the show back without having it be forced. 
I think it's it, it really is the benchmark of how to do this. And I'm I'm guilty of the sin of I make really bad movies. I I'm I'm all in it for the money. Let's be honest. But um, I I produce and distribute and. I'm not particularly concerned with content. So, like, I mean, bad. I, I don't care. I worked on Solo and they wouldn't even listen to me on that distribution plan. Some of my stuff sucks. But um, this, if I had to hold something up and say this is how you do it, that would be this. I think it fits in perfectly to the project. It fits in perfectly to the films. And it's a continuation rather than just a redo. I mean, the Star Wars Absolutely. series have absolutely failed because they're recycling the same storyline. And you've really I'm changed still up. okay with that storyline. We will fight about this line. later. It's I know, line. I know. Well, did, but it's, really <laughs> interesting, it's really interesting to see, like, where did these characters wind up after the movie? Yeah, uh-huh. You know? Uh, whatever. Re- no, no, for the, for the, for the this, Cobra Kai. Where oh, did Cobra these characters Kai is fantastic. Die? You know, now, where did they I, wind up? Going back in time with the story Oh, yeah, stuff. this is great. The Now, I'm going to ask you... Uh, for you, your character had a really sharp character arc and it kind of caught a lot of people off guard that your character moved so quickly from one end to the other. Yes. How do, how do you feel about yeah. your character's transition? I mean, without giving any spoilers, he really is... We want the spoilers. I, I think... No, no, no. Everybody's seen it. I don't even want to talk about who shows up at the end of the movie. For anyone that, that may have not seen the show, it really is, you know, you know Miguel Diaz is a character that more than anything is passionate about Cobra Kai. Being that at, in the first episode, he doesn't know anyone at his high school, and this random dude from his apartment, Johnny Lawrence, is willing to teach him karate after he gets his butt whoops really is, you know, he, he is a father figure to Miguel, and because of that, he's going to do anything in his power to make sure that he makes Johnny Lawrence proud. And I think at the end, we really see just how far he will go to make sure that not only he's doing right in the eyes of Johnny, but that he's doing right in the eyes of Cobra Kai. So I think that that's, that's what I saw going into the character and going into those last couple of episodes, is that this character and this guy Miguel Diaz is just so passionate about karate that he doesn't know anything else. I think that's really good insight. That's a really good insight to the character. Now, I have to ask, because uh, I've got everyone, I know you're going to say you can't tell me, everyone wants to know if um, your sensei and your mum hook up in the show. <laughs> I have <laughs> like 400, I'm not yeah. kidding, I have tweets, 400 tweets. Yeah, there's been a lot of weird, um, what are they called? <laughs> like conspiracy theories oh, about yeah. the show. Oh, well, yeah, welcome like, to the internet. You know, All right. yeah. he, he looks mm. left in this scene, and that means that, you know, so, so there's been a lot of funny ones, but I, I can assure you that a lot of them... Like the ones that I hear all the time are like, Ali's coming back or, you know, blah, blah, blah is coming back. You know, Chosen's coming back. And I think that rather than just dumping all of this, you know, nostalgia and nods to the original Karate Kid, the, mm-hmm. not only the directors, but the different actors and actresses are really going to try to have it be as natural as possible. So, so I wouldn't expect just an overload of you yeah. know Easter eggs from Karate Kid one you two can, and three, I would say it, it'll be a, it'll like be much Pat more Marita of a slow build than people not to come uh, back. Anticipate. Okay, no. I like that. I'm, I'm, I was like, yeah, Pat's coming cur- back. That sucks. But he's currently unavailable, 
So, yeah. you know, we have to, he, he we have awesome. to deal with that. But that, so they're, I like that. So they're really going in a fresh direction rather than kind of doing the throwbacks. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think the, the thing that sets apart Cobra Kai from a, a lot of these other remakes or, or continuations is that nobody else other than the directors can really say where, you know, Ralph, uh, you know, Daniel and Johnny have gone in, in the past 30 years, you know, because they're creating the story as they go along and they're able to expand on this universe in areas that we haven't seen before. And therefore we can't really judge just because there's no real facts. So, so being able to create that story and being able to set the mold and the foundation for where these characters have been these past 30 years really is a cool experience for not only the directors, but being able to act uh, alongside Ralph and Billy. Now, I got to say this. You are going to make it huge in Hollywood for one really big reason. You did something that no one else can do. And I, sorry, I'm going to draw attention back to this. That was the best dodge of any question I've ever heard. <laughs> you gave a ton of information. You are going to be huge. Because that skill, <laughs> that skill so alone, yeah, I got you it. cannot teach it. I've tried with a lot of actors. That was incredible. Um, I mean, you're gorgeous, you're talented, you're athletic. There's nothing you can't do. And you're in what is now considered one of the best shows um, and the best reboots ever. What's yeah, it, it really has been such a, a pleasure. I mean, the first day that Cobra Kai came out and the first couple of days, we had like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes and, you know, five out of five on IMDb. And it was, yep. it was really something special just because I know that, you know, it had taken so long for Ralph and Billy to bring back this series. I mean, it, they had had so many offers and so many people asked them, hey, let's bring this back. Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do this. And for them to finally buckle down and say, all right, this is what we're going to say yes to. And to see those ratings, I know it's not only, I mean, I'm a total newcomer. This is something, I mean, I'm coming in supporting them. So if it feels good for me, I can't imagine just how good it makes them feel. So I, I think all around, now that we've established who the characters are for, you know, in the first season, we're just going to expand on that in the second yeah, plus they had to get their rights away from, uh, or at least permission for the rights from Will Smith. Yeah, the whole. As thing I noticed, got, he was mm-hmm. uh, credited as an executive producer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he, as, he owns, as, as much, um, I guess, backlash as he gets for his series in the in the in the you know reboot of the Karate Kid, I think he really does not only does uh, he but Caleb Pinkett, uh, his brother-in-law, really does have. Um, a great part in the making of our show. And I think there are a lot of aspects that you guys don't really see watching the show that uh, both Caleb Pinkett and Will Smith and the whole team over at Overbrook huh. brings to the table that, that they don't get a lot of credit for. So I, so I would say yeah. as much, you know, as much, you know, I, I guess, like I said, backlash as they get, they really do a lot for our, for our team. Well, everybody's you know, made a bad movie in this town. It happens, yeah. you know. I've been I, again, responsible for several, we, you know, more, we got more stinkers on our side of the fence than you do, sir. Yeah, I've got, Actually. I'm responsible for the only Star Wars that didn't make enough money. Um, so <laughs> I have to, I have to ask you, what do you want to do next? You are on your way to being a superstar. I mean, that's, 
everyone can see the trajectory. That's the direction you're going. And you're really young to I mean, be heading that way. What do you want to do? Yeah. I, I really do. I, I'm not too sure exactly what projects. Like, I, obviously, everyone is, wants to be in a Marvel movie or a Pixar movie and stuff like that, or the next Star Wars or the next, you know, Scorsese film and whatnot, this next Spielberg. But what I want to do more than just be a part of a big name is to make sure that I'm portraying whoever you know, whatever culture, whatever type of character I'm playing to make sure that it's authentic. And that's why I think, you know, training real karate and real kickboxing and, and going into the communities that, that a lot of these roles are based in is so crucial just because, you know, people watching the show, especially if they're familiar with the content, like, let's say familiar with karate or familiar with martial arts or familiar with the Los Angeles and Fino area, they'll be able to call BS on a lot of this stuff that if it doesn't yeah. look authentic. So, so being able to, when a new role comes up or I'm presented with a new opportunity to make sure that I'm doing my utmost, you know, everything that I can to make sure that it is authentic, to make sure that it seems natural and not forced. I do have to tell you, we work with uh, one of the friends of the show is an MMA fighter. He's the guy that runs uh, Free MMA. It's essentially open to the public. Um, Oscar De La Hoya is coming in and teaching in there. Cub Swanson, uh, a couple of UFC guys. A bunch of them are going in and they they teach in there and they help out and they do seminars. And um, when all these guys saw it, these are martial arts guys. They watched it and thought it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. There were two... um, the Olympic level karate champions that go over there and volunteer and they looked at it and said it was perfect. So I know the martial arts community is so hooked on this. It's not even funny. At least the MMA guys absolutely love it. That's yeah, it, it really is. I mean, our stunt coordinator and trainer, Hirokora and our, uh, you know, coach out here, uh, Simon Ree, they really do everything in their power to make sure that, you know, not only Billy and Ralph, but that the kids are doing everything that they can to, to put in the work. So it, it really does show on camera, and I'm really excited about it yeah. in the second season. At least, you, at, least, at least you had the ability to kind of like, you know, suck at it at the beginning, you know, because he was Absolutely. teaching you. Absolutely, yes. You know, yeah, that really does yeah, help. It gives me a Zanica little bit more to time right to, uh, yeah, it know, gives so a little bit more time. For, so it worked. Were you involved in uh, fighting or karate or any of that kind of stuff before you got the part? Shotokan. Yeah, I, I did a year in the first grade, actually. So when I was six, I did a year of karate. Uh, I did a couple of uh, like little tournaments in Las Vegas. And then I hadn't really done any martial arts in between then and the booking of Cobra Kai. I joined the tennis team and the basketball team. But other than that, you know, I guess because of that, going into Cobra Kai, I kind of figured that it would be a little bit easier just because I'd done a year of martial arts, but that was not the case at all. I mean, <laughs> when you go 10 years without training at all, it really does make it hard to stretch, you know, to kick, to throw those front punches, those back kicks and stuff like that. So it really does go to show that, that you know, a, a year of training 10 years ago really does not help at all. No, not going to take care of it. Now, we're getting close to the end of the show. I do want to give a quick shout out and say if people want to follow you, where can they find you? And then I want to ask a couple of really quick questions. 
Yeah, absolutely. So my Instagram and Twitter are both the same. They're my first and last name with an underscore in the middle. So that's X-O-L-O underscore M-A-R-I-D-U-E-N-A. I'll put up links for everyone as well so that we can do Perfect, that. perfect. You have, yeah, I, I love your name. That was really, you have a really cool name. Um, and then the question, I, and of course, Paul, you can find at the Militant Moderate, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, yeah, you do the whole Facebook, YouTube, uh, and Twitter thing. Yeah, that kind of And stuff. then uh, I know you guys know where to find me because I'm getting all the, the, the little tweets right now. Uh, the question that everyone is asking, are you a good guy or a bad guy? Yay! In Spoiler. Season two? Spoiler. Yeah, Paul, I, 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 yeah, no. in, in season two, I, I think in... The, and especially in season one, there's not really a good guy and a bad guy. And I think that's what sets apart Cobra Kai from a lot of these shows is that it, it really is a gray area. I mean, you find yourself rooting for both Ralph and Billy in other situations, and you're able to relate to both. And I think that's what really brings Cobra Kai above a lot of other shows is there's no set villain. There's no set good guy and a guy that you want to root for the whole time. And I think that really goes to show in that 10th episode of the first season when you do see, when you do root for both and you say, oh my gosh, I want this guy to win, but I also want this guy to win because I I feel where they're both coming from and I understand their pain. So going into season two, I think we're only going to be able to expand on that and deep dive in, you know, dive deep into these, to these characters and their backstories and where they're coming from and really learn more about just what we see on camera. That was a phenomenal, right. phenomenal he answer. He is really good at this. He is They're really good at the college. I love it. That was perfect. You <laughs> have, you do. I'm telling you, I'm, I, he'll have the star yeah, within the next five years. Yeah, I just would have said no, years. but no, that's <laughs> that was That was that. incredible. Um, I know Paul and I have been in the industry a long time, and we can tell you, we can call it really well when someone's going to be big, and you definitely are. You're, you're on the road there now. Um, I know Paul got really excited because he's a big fan of the show and got uh, – we, we got really, really excited having you on. I'd love to have you on again because we didn't get to any of the questions and we're at the end of the show. So if you could come on Absolutely. and answer about uh, 1,400 questions is what we're at now. Uh, <laughs> so. She'll boil them down. She'll boil them down. She'll boil them down. Fine. Um, guys, if you want, shoot him, catch him on Twitter, follow him on Facebook, go all over the place. He's a really genuine, really cool guy. Thank you so very much for being on the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I have to tell you, Paul and I don't get excited to have a lot of people on. We've been doing this a long time and we're pretty jaded. But we were really excited to have you on because what you are doing is awesome. Um, and it's, thank you so it's much. It was so such a pleasure different. to talk to you guys. Well, thank you. And it was so, it's so different from what anyone else is doing. Guys, check out Cobra Kai YouTube Red. Season 2 uh, will be coming out. If you haven't seen Season 1, for God's sake, go see it. It's incredible. Thank you very, very much, Sherla so much and then guys i'm summer heli we are way to the end of the show and i am past where i'm supposed to get off i know you guys are excited i will put up some links so you can contact him i'm summer heli we're on with my co-host host of the militant moderate paul michael bolland and we were on with our very very special guest um one of the stars of cobra kai and sholo and i'm going to put up some links to him because he is really awesome and i promise you in 10 years you guys are going to see him 
he's, he's going to be one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. I would put money on that. And I'm never wrong. See you next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.